0: This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHP 580. Hey guys, we're back.
1: How are we feeling? Welcome back to Latour Live post July 4th holiday. Frank is dancing in the uh, radio room here, in the studio rather, radio room, studio. And look who's back, Frank. Look who's back look from who his back. Uh, from his world travels. Mr. Michael Parks is on the big
2: board. It's good to be back on a beautiful, sunny summer day. Great day to do, radio. I
1: think we were all got away a little bit over the 4th of July, we're right? We did. I got away for about eight days.
3: Did a little Rehoboth, did a little uh, Wawa Crest. Mm. So uh, get this, Parks. I'm at a- the beach. I'm on vacation. Who do I see walking down the street but Mr. Latour With and it. his daughter?
1: Oh. Very true. Wow. Very true. Where was this? In- Rehoboth.
3: We knew we were going to be there, but I didn't think I'd see him, clearly.
1: I didn't think I'd see him either.
3: And there he is. And actually, I never did see him. He just did. kept driving right by. I didn't even stop and offer us a ride. Nope. Well, I, It was 6.30 and Gramps had to go to bed, so I, <laughs> I figured I was done. So that was the first ever trip
1: I took just me and my six-year-old daughter uh, on to the beach. And let me just tell you, fantastic time. Yeah. Fantastic time spending time with your youngest child, but the thing that really sucked about it, she spent by eight o'clock. Yeah, you're done. So there's nowhere to go. So you go back, and she's in bed by eight, and you're just kind of sitting there going, "You're back. I'm at the beach. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> I'm not you're going anywhere.
3: You're back watching Fox News, not knowing what to do. So I don't I'd watch. Be, be I don't sitting, watch
1: cable news.
2: Yeah, I'd be sitting back there listening to some old episodes of Latour Live. Oh. So I'd, I, so I start
3: to turn the TV
1: on, yeah. or I would turn my Turn off that light, Daddy. It's too bright. So uh, honestly, so honestly, what I would do is I'd go to sleep. Yeah, I'd go to sleep. Then we'd be up at like five in the morning. I, I we go to the mill for coffee. We go to the mill for coffee in Rehoboth, and uh, did, then we go ride bikes. And you didn't see the Nickaboli. Wait a minute, six year olds go to Six year olds go have coffee did. in the
3: morning. No, she oh, she she,
1: she gets a big uh, sticky bun oh. and some water. Oh, good. You know, or some did milk. you
3: hear what happened while we were down there? No, with the Gus and Gus place no at Gus and Gus on the, the old I guess the father one of the old fathers had a stroke while we were down oh you're kidding yeah and the news came out that Saturday or that Friday night while we were there I didn't know that yeah uh, my son
1: for people that follow the show and, and know me know that my son's name is Gus yeah and when he was a little kid maybe Stella's age five or six we went to Gus and Gus and he got his picture taken with the older Gus
3: yeah and he had m- a stroke. Check, I mean, check it out on Facebook or whatever. Ah, oh, it's prayers to him and his family. I'm, I I had breakfast there on the one morning too. That sucks. Hey, how was your vacation? Totally awesome.
1: Yeah, so tell us where you went again, your Yellowstone Park. Started in Phoenix,
2: uh, stayed in Scottsdale, then went to Sedona, went to the Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon, Zion
1: Canyon. Wait a minute, why why don't you sound clear?
3: You're talking right
1: into the microphone.
3: Overmodulated, but that's been the history of the whole show,
1: he's been overmodulated. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Okay. Um, so you went. This is a WHP five eighty li, uh, listener with, trip. Yep,
2: yep. With RJ and uh, we went to hit Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon, Zion Canyon. Went up to uh, Salt Lake City and then went on to. Uh, I love Salt Lake City. Black Hills, Cody, Wyoming, uh, Jackson Hole. Then um, do, you like,
3: do you like Jackson Hole?
2: I love Jackson Hole. I've
3: never been to could, Jackson Hole. Could you I take a expect- family there for vacation?
2: Yes. Yes. You just don't just want to adults live there. Only? You just oh. don't want to live there because it's too expensive to live. Yeah. But it's a great ski town, great cowboy town, great just awesome awesome town right below the Tetons. They love to hike. They love to whitewater raft. They love to boat. They love the outdoors. So Yellowstone, hit that. Brown Rushmore.
1: So you seriously want to buy my boat? Yes. I'm selling my pontoon boat. It's it's called a 25-foot party boat. Oh, it'd be perfect. One-year-old engine. Nice big engine. New cover on it. I mean, it all, the, the boat almost looks brand new. I'll I'm taking. I'm thinking five grand. I'm taking it. And I think so, already, Frank, I'm, I'm on the record. Frank, now, Frank, you have a boat. I in think the I offered first. Way. You did. I no, mean, but he already yes. has one. But he so already what? has one. What
3: does that matter? So then,
1: I'll sell you my he boat. He did say I wanted it first, Parks. He did say off air that he wanted it first, and then you came wow, in and wow. said six. <laughs> right. You came in and said six. I came in first. The first, right, yeah. the first one that says seven gets it. Seven. All right. Parksy gets it for seven grand. <laughs> I would honor the six. Yeah. I would honor the yeah. six. I might even honor the five, but I don't want anybody to know that No, know, it's, I it's, gave you a great discount. You, ch- like
2: you check on it and see if it's a deal, and uh, we can make yeah. it
1: happen. Because I have it on consignment over at uh, Bass Pro Shops, so I got to oh. get a hold of the guy and see if uh, he had any offers on it, and I'll get back to you, and I'll yeah. just sign it right over yeah, you. Just, just give me out. a check, and and I check. can move
3: on. Great family I, I memories I was there. just jacked out of a deal there i feel like a, i i feel a little and intrigued. you know
2: well let's, let's let's point out that frank was going to buy your boat and then he was also going to give me his boat
1: yeah so uh, so after asking uh, yeah. after asking who had the better boat he was willing to pay me five grand and then just give and, you, and you his get a frank
2: and frank plus also just installed a new dock down oh, wow. on his boat he's down and plus he's down where i
1: want to be down at long level, right? So I was going to give you a boat for free. Why don't right. you guys share the boat? Why don't you guys each go in halves and just share it? Ah, if that... you're going to use the same dock.
3: Uh, that, and then I have that, a good feeling about all of this. I and then that, that way I have access to it. And I feel bad for the listener right now. Why? <laughs> for what? The, I don't know what's going on. You're just seeing Sell some my I'm selling
1: my pontoon boat. We're trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Do you
3: have yeah. a depth finder? No, I don't have a depth
1: finder. We don't need a depth finder. Hey, all by right. the way. What
3: size is the engine?
1: Uh, I can't remember. It's Is a it bingo. a sixty,
3: ninety? I think it's
1: sixty. Might be forty. Might be forty. But I, I think it's a forty. But anyway, you can poo-poo it all you want. I'll just sell it to Parksy. Yeah. Well, you could have had it for free. Hey, listen. Let me ask you guys a serious question now. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with Buffalo Bills running backs? I, I feel... oh. Why are you off? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't turn it off. Hello. Oh, there. Oh, oh. Parksy turned you off.
3: Parks, did you not know these buttons? Turn the mics off and on out here. <laughs> I've been doing this the whole time. 36 yeah. years. Did you know that?
1: So you've been doing that. Yeah, it's been You're me the, the whole time. What is it with Buffalo Bills running back?
3: I think the city of Buffalo is just messed up. They can't do a good hockey team. They can't do football. O.J.
1: Simpson yeah. and now LaShawn McCoy is accused of a pretty serious crime. I know, you know did you know
3: that? They're always the little Toronto. They're always the little Toronto. Did you guys
1: see that, though? Yeah, I saw it. Former Bishop McDevitt, former Harrisburg resident LaShawn McCoy being... You know, are, are we convict, were you convi- convicting him already? I'm not convicting. I said accused, uh, accused, not convicting anybody of anything. But apparently somebody broke into his Atlanta mansion where his ex-girlfriend's living. He's been trying to evict her and stole very specific jewelry, according to the woman's lawyer, and um, beat her up pretty badly. Look here's a report. Here's a report from AP. Let me see if I can gear this up. He
4: is the
2: ex-girlfriend of Buffalo Bills all-pro running back Lashawn McCoy. In a statement, Corden's
3: attorney said a male assailant who entered the home while Corden was sleeping demanded specific items of jewelry McCoy had given her and hit Ms. Corden in the face with a firearm multiple times. What the heck is it? I so, mean, I
2: mean, so what's the deal? So we're saying that LaShawn McCoy allegedly hired somebody to break into his own house. That's what convict. the
1: lawyer is implicating.
2: So this is, that's how it went down. Okay, because I was yeah, kind of lost that's what this. the lawyer, okay. they,
1: nobody is saying that LaShawn McCoy beat up a woman. So they, her lawyer is basically saying that LaShawn McCoy hired somebody to
2: Ruff steal her his up. jewelry
1: back. Steal, right. Whether it would included roughing her up or not, I don't know, but he roughed. But the the assailant roughed her up. But it was in her house, not his house. No, that's his house. She lived, they were boyfriend, girlfriend. They broke up and she won't leave. He's been trying to have her evicted. (laughs) Man. I mean, this is the kind of thing. Look, we don't know what happened, but if this is true, I mean, you you talk about Ray Rice and the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, it's over. I mean, nobody's, he's done with football. I mean, I, you know, I hope for his sake that this is not him that somebody broke. Broke into that house that he didn't know. I hope a multimillionaire, one of the best running backs in football, did not do something this dumb. Because it will go down as one of the dumbest things ever.
2: So what would Dave Latour, a PR guy, tell Deshaun McCoy to do now right now?
1: Well, he issued a statement pretty quickly saying he had no part in this. And that's a good statement. And I think, I think you know that needs to be part of the story. He has flat denied having any involvement in this whatsoever. But we're going to but- find out. We're going to find out pretty quickly whether that's the case or not. And quite frankly, if he did have something to do with it, and we're not saying he did, but if he did have something to do with it, there is no saving that. There is no coming back. You know, there is no coming back from domestic violence, a crime that led to domestic
3: violence. Do you ever I, wonder about that whole world, like when you get that much access or money or, well, or the, that much yeah, lifestyle? The, the I'm, I'm talking is you, rock, I'm talking you athlete, feel imper- I'm talking you feel everything. You feel impervious. But you, you don't even know how they live, though. You don't. We we, we we cannot relate to how those people with that kind of access or excess yeah. live. And we, have, plus, we have no idea.
2: And plus you get involved with questionable relationships, and then all of a sudden they figure, all right, uh, he's a big star. See where I'm going?
3: Yeah, I do. But I, uh, I, I just think that whole world is full. I cannot relate. I mean, they don't, I don't even know how they get food in their grocery in their refrigerator. I just hope. You know what I mean? I think it's just. I all just foreign. hope that
1: this story isn't going the way it looks like it's going. When they cite oh. things like specific jewelry that he has demanded back in the mm-hmm. past, according to media accounts. Yeah, I really hope that's not where this is headed, because if it is, this. Careers, his career is over. He's a pariah for a long, long time. And it'll go down as one of the dumbest, dumbest acts ever. And again, I go back to, if this is the case, yeah. what's up with Buffalo running backs? <sighs> it know, all comes back to that. It all comes back to that. Right now, Thurman Thomas is somewhere going, well, wait a minute, what did what I do? do? Hey, man, what, what are you do? talking about? I'm a Hall of Famer. Yeah.
3: Have you ever been to Buffalo?
1: Never. There's not much to it. Yeah, never. It's the size of Hummelstown. What do you got, a minute left in a segment? Yep. Hey, while you were gone, Parksy, the Philadelphia Phillies have gone on an absolute run, and I just want to commend the Phillies, who are now 12 games over five First place as of today. Yes. Solo first place. I don't think it's any coincidence the day we're back from vacation, the day Latour Live starts filming again, or, or recording again, that the Phillies are in solo possession of first place. I think we have something to do with that.
2: Frank will be wearing his Phillies jersey. There's not
1: one Philly. Well, a- there's not one regular Philly starter batting over 300. Not a single one of them. I don't even it, it just shows you how strong they're they're just gutsy and they've got good strut, they've got good starting pitching. I mean, well, the Atlanta Braves are one game back and have scored 42 more runs than the Phillies, but they but the Phillies have given up 3 runs less. That shows you that their defense and pitching is really paying off for them right now.
3: And have you seen how bad the Orioles are? The Baltimore Orioles. Horrendous. Do you need, Chris, to, fire? Do Chris, you need to fire the skipper, Frank? No. Chris Davis is going to bat. He's going to have the worst batting average in team, or I think <laughs> league history. League history. He's going to bat like Eligible one. Bats. I yeah. mean, they're, they're, their winning percentage is 283. It's the worst record in
1: baseball right this now. This is Chris
3: Davis. Manny's
1: them and gone. The, them in the gone. Kansas City Royals. I mean, it's, it's Manny'll really. Manny will go to the Yankees. Dodgers. Really, really ridiculous. All right, gang. First segment's in the book. We are coming right back with a hot box. And a little bit later, we're going to talk World Cup soccer with Loyola University head soccer coach Barry Bimby. Be right back. Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. five eighty. little cat scratch fever as we get ready for the Frank Schofield edition of Hotbox. But just a quick reminder, guys, you can listen to our show anytime in the iHeartRadio app, the bhp580.com pod- podcast page, or subscribe to our show on iTunes. And as you all certainly know, you can listen to our show every Saturday at 2 o'clock on The Mothership. WHP five eighty Frank, you got a hot box. Hot, hot box. Are you still watching Yellowstone? Well, yeah, but there wasn't an episode last week. I know. It the 4th I, of July. Did it's you only like, two episodes. Did you like
3: the second episode? Were you I still love, in? Yeah, I'm in. It, it, it kind of dragged a little bit. Oh, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> two friggin' episodes.
1: You're ready to abandon it. You know, you're like the people that abandoned Peaky Blinders because the first two episodes
3: were slow, and the show is epic. Epic. That's right? I agree. I, I did. B- I bailed on Westworld and came back in later. I told my son the other day. I said, "You got to stick with it. You got to stick with Westworld all the way to the end and get through it." You know, that's I just agree. what that's what it's all about. They have a couple topics here. I just want to touch base. Yes, on. sir. Well, we by talk- the way, I'm enjoying my Yeti,
1: my new Yeti. Oh, oh, my new Yeti. You got one. Look, I've got I've got coffee going on the left hand, and I've now got- I told you about the old Yeti. Yeti on the right hand.
3: I told you about the. No, yet- my whole family has Yetis. <laughs> Are they worth it?
1: Oh, my God. Uh, They're cold all the time. You did say, and you use them on the beach, and everything stays cold. It's fantastic. I'm telling you. I can leave it in my (laughs) 100-degree car. Parks, it's good. I leave it in my 120-degree car, and I open it back up, and it's ice cold.
3: And the ones that you could actually put cans of beer in, I swear to you, Parks, it could be a 100-degree day. That thing will stay crisp. And cold as it was when you just cracked it the first time. It's a, it's a it's, miracle. It's, it's crazy. It's so a miracle. Is, so
2: is the one that with the, it holds the can, is it different than that one right there?
3: Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. It okay. fits a can perfectly. Okay. And it has a screw on top, so it insulates okay. it. And I don't even know how that technology works.
1: Yeah. Do you know? It revolutionized. I, I don't know it either, but Nobody love, else can do I it. I love my Yeti. I love it. And it's a white Yeti, too. I think it's very attractive looking.
3: Hey, do you do a mac and cheese? No. My kids do, though. Do they... Um, this is, uh, by the way, hot, hot box. Do, do they, a fork or a spoon when they eat their mac and cheese? Fork. 100%. <laughs> now, yeah. do you do the Kraft mac and cheese? It depends. It could be any
1: Kraft. It could be any mac and cheese. It could be from the farmer's market. It could be from Kraft. It could be some cheesy, just fill the water up in microwave. It'll, it could be anything. It could be lobster mac and cheese from a restaurant. The way I like to eat. Mac and cheese as a kid was I like to put ketchup on
2: it. That, and that'd be very I creative. I don't
1: do that anymore. I do, do like don't. ketchup
2: on my mac and cheese.
1: Yeah, it sort of tastes like scrambled eggs in a way. I can't yeah. explain it, but then why wouldn't you just eat scrambled you eggs? You guys are missing it.
3: Though. Yellow mustard, too. What am I missing? Homemade mac and cheese with stewed tomatoes. Never. That's, the, that's the way to go. That sounds
2: horrific. Lobster mac and cheese. There's only one thing worse than lobster mac
1: and cheese is overdone. There's only one thing worse than mac and cheese with stewed potatoes, and that is. Stupid! I
3: never said stewed potatoes. I I said said tomatoes. (laughs) Tomatoes.
1: Well, I'm sorry. I would actually prefer potatoes instead of tomatoes. But the only thing worse than that would be taffy. (laughs) You still hate
3: that taffy thing,
1: huh? that taffy. All right, what do you got? Um,
3: One thing that you eat every day. Is there something that you eat every day, Dave Latour? This is Dave Latour time. Yes, eggs. Every day? Pretty much every single
1: day. Every morning you have eggs. Eggs. You know what my breakfast is right now? What? I try and eat a healthy breakfast in the morning. This isn't my favorite breakfast. I'll I'll cut a hot pocket in half. I'm sorry, a... um, a not a hot pocket. What talking uh, about? A pita, food. A, pita a pita pocket. I'll cut a pita pocket in half. Oh yeah. I'll. Uh,
4: That's oh. frozen
1: though. No, no not a pita, no, like a pita. Not a hot pocket. I a meant a pita, 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 pita pocket, so like so a piece of bread. Okay, Open sorry. sorry. Okay, sorry. I'll cut it in half.
3: <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm sorry.
1: I only need half. I only need half. Yeah. And then what I do is I overcook two eggs. Oh yeah. Uh, I put, I, I spray a little fat-free butter oh, inside, inside the, the pita, pita pocket, and then I put the eggs in and just a lo- sprinkle a little bit of cheese mm. inside, and it's just a fantastic sandwich. Do you do all
3: the cooking in your house?
1: No, my wife's the cook.
3: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, my wife's an amazing cook and you know she runs her own business and is up at four forty five every morning exercising. I mean, she's a monster. She actually loves to come home. Like it's her what? hobby to cook.
3: Uh, um have you checked do you do McDonald's at all? Never. Never? Yeah I do once in a while Yeah. I mean have you seen the, how they had the new quarter pounder? It's I fresh don't now? Don't care about that. Oh, it's changed. No, the, one, the, I thing it. I, the only thing I like there I like, thought I thought it was revolutionary.
2: No, I didn't
1: like it.
3: No the only thing I like Revolutionary.
1: There, is this Ask Dave or what?
3: Oh, sorry. Because you asked McDonald's. I know. I, I, I'm sorry. Mr. Parks, Do you please? This is Dave's segment. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Dave. Egg McMuffin. <laughs> Egg McMuffin. Best thing McDonald's ever did was make breakfast no.
1: available 24 hours a day.
3: Well, the best sandwich they have is Egg breakfast. Egg, Egg McMuffin's only 300 calories. The best sandwich that they make <laughs> yeah. is the steak breakfast sandwich. If you say so. Have you tried it? Nope.
1: A McMuffin, I've been eating them since I kid. They're only 300 calories. That's a perfect breakfast when you're on the run in the morning. At
3: what point in your life did you decide how you're going to live it? Like, just so straightforward, confident, never turn around. Don't listen to suggestions. And when you do get them, turn it around so it's yours at another time. Frank, you're actually asking me why I don't eat steak from McDonald's. It's the best sandwich on the menu.
1: Is there another question?
3: Uh, no, I'm just I'm just asking questions about how how you eat. That's all. I don't want a steak from McDonald's. It's the best sandwich. And and parks you should check out. Um everything. You, you should check out that. Other I got sandwich.
2: the quarter pounder. It doesn't look like it is on TV. It never does.
1: Hey, and it ha- didn't taste like it. I agree, I I agree with you, Parksy. Hey, uh yes.
3: The, the president and the yes. Supreme Court uh yes, decision. Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um pretty big Pretty big announcement he made. And let me tell you something. He really went for it, huh? Shrewd politician. Yeah. Uh, You know, we like to make fun
1: of Trump, and he deserves it a lot of times. But this was a shrewd choice, a very well-respected judge on the federal bench in D.C. I'm
3: not sure he knows his name, though. Yeah, well. He, He had a little bit of trouble like that. Did he? Yeah. What do you call him? I don't know, but this is an exclusive. Hot Just box. to let you know, on the phone with us right now is President Trump. Uh, good, hello, Mr. President. Good afternoon.
0: It's a great morning, and I'm making the Supreme Court great again. Believe me, folks, it's unbelievable.
3: And could you tell us anything more about your nominee, Mr. President? It's a
0: great and amazing nominee I picked. A fantastic judge, terrific judge, who knows an awful lot about the law, by the way, and the Constitution, too. It's a great pick for the SCOTUS.
3: Okay, okay. And that's a
0: great word, too. SCOTUS. Not a lot of people know this, but SCOTUS means Supreme Court. Court of the United States
3: yeah Dave knew that Okay.
0: plus it sounds dirty SCOTUS but it's a very <laughs> important pick and we picked a good one too trust me uh,
3: I, I get that do you know the name of the person you nominated
0: just See, it's fun to say SCOTUS isn't it but seriously who cares what the name of my nominee is the Democrats are just going to do everything they can to block it they're obstructionists bigly obstructionists Well, his
3: name is Brett Kavanaugh, Mr. President. Brett Kavanaugh.
0: Right. And what a fantastic pick. But like I said, the Democrats would have struck seriously. I could have nominated Rachel Maddow wearing a Bernie Sanders t-shirt, standing in front of a women's health (laughs) clinic, and they'd be against it. Well,
3: well, you might be right about that, right Dave?
0: I'm right about everything. And this pick is a great pick. Whatever the hell their name is, is going to turn the Supreme Court into the great court. Now, if you'll excuse me, it's a little humid here in D.C., so I'm going
3: Going to put some powder on my scotus. Oh, Mr. President,
0: scotus.
3: <laughs> that's just you know, President. Is, man, how'd, you, how'd you rig that? Hey, Frank? Latour Live exclusive. Yeah, Latour uh, Live hot, hot exclusive. Right there, <laughs> President Trump. I'm surprised you said he's in D.C. He's in.
1: Uh, he's <laughs> in he's, Europe yeah. right now yeah, in NATO. A, that's why that phone. That's why that
2: phone was a little. uh
1: deaf. You mean Trump is lying again? Now this time he's in D.C. He's your he's guy. Not in D.C. He's your
3: guy. You love him. Oh, my him.
1: God. He's your guy. Hey, that was the worst impersonation I've ever done. Who did that?
3: <laughs> huh? Who's the person that did that impersonation? That was Trump. That was Donald Trump. Yeah.
1: Okay. President Trump.
3: You don't think he's beneath calling radio stations? Oh, I know he's not beneath calling radio stations. So I had the phone number. He, Frank he hadn't he called will him. do Whatever. All right, Dave. Five things. If you only have five things to eat the rest of your life, oh I God. want the list of what it's they are. It's all food, huh? Well, if you want to go into money, but I don't want to go crabs. into Crabs. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Crabs. Good. Hard shell crabs. Yep. Does it all? It's only eat, eat, not drink. You said crabs, hard shell crabs. Crabs, really hard shell. You have to go through all that work.
1: Love Is that it. Right? Love it. And you
3: like going through that. Oh, I love it's it. It's like two hours. You eat like five crabs. Love. No, I love it. Do you have beer with that? Corona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> corn on the cob. Add
1: corn on the cob to that list
3: with he takes Old a Bay. Pete, he takes a pita bread. Something something with food, and Dave, he goes, <laughs> Oh, this is what I want.
1: <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> is that how thing. your wife
3: lured you into that relationship?
1: Yeah. Corn on the cob <laughs> with Wait, Old Bay. So is that two? Number two. Corn on the cob with Old Bay. Okay. Uh, I would say uh, my aunt's mashed potatoes from Thanksgiving growing up because oh. they were full of butter and,
3: uh, so you have and milk. crabs. What was corn, it? Corn corn, 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 corn and mashed potatoes. Yeah. Those yeah. Are, you have two more left. Yeah. Uh, You're gonna need some protein, buddy. Oh, crabs protein. Give
2: him a steak. Come on. You love a steak. What baby. is wrong with this guy? Come on, give us a big
1: old I steak. I would say a good old fashioned, and we've talked about this before. A good old fashioned grilled cheeseburger. Ooh. A <laughs> McDonald's. A McDonald's No, I think it I think with a toasted bun off a grill, there's no better nope. meal in the world. That's
3: right. By the way, do you toast buns? Uh, If you don't toast buns, you shouldn't be on the grill. And and it's on the second
1: turn. The second turn. And then I would just say, just for the last one, just to kind of throw it in there. I don't think you... French fries. Fresh cut French fries. You're having
3: potatoes twice now. You have
1: potatoes twice on your list. These are the only five items you're going to eat the rest of your life. Hand cut
3: French fries, vinegar, and ketchup.
2: Oh, so that was the deal. It had to be the last the, five, five things that I you would eat for the rest of your life. The
3: rest of your life. I, I thought it was. You that. can only eat five things. I yeah, get potatoes twice there, moron. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just. Moron? Moron? Yeah. You asked my opinion, I gave it. What? Bad oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> Figure it out. All right, what's next on this uh, hot box? Well, you, what else here? Are you running 30 out of seconds. Run out of content already? Oh, I got plenty of content. I just don't know if I want to go there. You have to pay for that, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that'll be on the premium Latour Live segment. By the way, I love your tweets, by the way. It's like premium hey, content. Hey, radio works. Listen a little more to the Latour Live. Tweets. I love the Latour. Can we do those PSAs, Parks? Can we put those in there and get those going? <laughs> hey, by the way, people listen more to radio now than they ever have before.
2: Latour do- Live. We run these all the time on our
1: podcast. We run them stations. all the time. I think they're fantastic. Thanks, Frank. Can we, can we wrap it up? <laughs> Are you going to wrap it up, Frank? Frank, this, this hot box has gone completely
3: off the rails. It's gone completely off the rails. I, th- I thought once it was again, great. Once again, I thought it was great. Once in again, fact, let's think about it. We talked about food, we talked about Dave's top five things that he would eat for the rest of his life. We also talked about how his kids eat mac and cheese in the different variations. that we had Donald Trump on. Yeah. I think this was I think this is a fantastic can he segment. Can you turn off his mic? No. Can you turn uh, off his mic?
2: I gotta wait till it's done.
3: We have to pay the rent, so uh, Latour Live will be back after this.
0: LaTour Live lives on our podcast page at WHP580.com.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't you? No. Hey, welcome back to LaTour Live. After a thrilling hotbox, not exactly sure what just happened there, but
3: if well, you're the still, president of the United States you're still with us, called Latour Live. If you're still,
1: is back in town. Uh, if you're still with us, we appreciate you hanging with us, despite
3: <laughs> that substandard uh, last segment. Yeah, I'm not. I, here's the deal. I will never do another hot punch <laughs> on this show.
4: Never. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, no. I like the
3: Yes, you will. Yeah. Yeah, you will. The phones are lighting up. They loved it, too. Yeah. Everybody loved it. Hey,
1: as we all know, the World Cup is winding down, and it has been a fantastic... Did you watch it when you I'll, were nah. away? Did you, you watch that Russia game? Oh, yeah. That was unbelievable. That was great. The World the World Cup has been unbelievable. It's been a lot of fun. And if you're one of those People goons passed. that says, I don't watch soccer, you know, it's boring, I feel sorry for you, quite frankly. I
2: uh-huh. was grilling with the family, and so they're watching the game on the TVs, and I'm out by the grill, so I flipped on another TV, and they come back, and I said, and my brother-in-law comes he goes, dude, they just scored in overtime. It was unbelievable. I said, really? I, no way. He goes, yeah, because now they just
1: scored. So we just had a semifinal yesterday, so we know France is one of the finalists. And just about, we tape here at uh, 1 o'clock on a Wednesday and about 20 minutes away from the kickoff of England. So I'm going to bring in, I think, one of my favorite soccer experts. I want to bring in uh, Barry Bimby, who's a head coach of Loyola University Soccer just outside of Chicago and a member of the St. Francis University Athletics Hall of Fame. Did I get that right,
3: Barry?
4: Uh, That was a great intro.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Thanks for joining us, are you, Barry.
4: Are you part
3: of the Dave LaTour Hall of Fame also? <laughs> he is.
4: Uh, I am. I thought I was on the waiting list.
3: Yeah, well, no, me and Parks are on the waiting list. We're on the outside. <laughs> okay. You are clearly on the inside. For those not
1: on the inside joke, Barry is also a fraternity brother of mine at St. Francis. We spent four effervescent years together living in the same fraternity house. Barry, we had a good time, didn't we? Uh,
4: Loretto was a good time with you, Dave. Absolutely.
1: Thank you, Barry. I think he's being facetious. <laughs> Barry, have you noticed uh talking about the World Cup now, Barry? Have you noticed something dominating about the World Cup? I don't know, could it be something like glory, glory, Have you noticed them, Barry? Tottenham Hotspur has completely dominated the World Cup. Don't you think?
4: Um, did you see Dembélé's performance yesterday?
1: Yeah, it was pretty subpar.
4: Yeah, that was pretty subpart. But uh, I would say the uh, other Spurs have done pretty well. Um, You know, Harry Kane, he's working on that world-class status.
1: Yeah, you know, this is a debate people always have. I believe Harry Kane is world-class right now. If he wins the Golden Boot, Barry, and doesn't score again, right now he's leading all goal scorers with six goals. Barry, if he wins the Golden Boot and doesn't score another goal, is he world-class?
4: I think I would have to concede that uh, fact to you, Dave, no matter uh, how much it hurts me. I think I would have to concede (laughs) that to you.
1: (laughs) What do you think, Barry? What are you looking for in England, Croatia? I happen to think Croatia is going to win the game. What do you think?
4: Well, I I think it comes down to, uh, you know, the individual performances. You know, you mentioned Harry Kane. Can he be effective um, up there? You know, for England, I think, you know, they have a decision to make. I didn't see the... uh, the lineup's posted yet, but you know Sterling is he's in. in Dan- he's
1: in the lineup. He's in.
4: You know he's not scoring goals, and that's what people are kind of focusing on. But he just stretches the field so much for England, um, gives the other players place to do you know space to do their job, gives Kane uh, opportunities to run into some gaps. So you know it's good to see him at, you know in the lineup because he is being effective. You know creating chances and doing other things and creating space for other players. Um, I think that's the key. You know for for Croatia. Obviously, you know Mulderich is, you know, world. I think he's a world-class player. You know, for he a little guy, he, he absolutely dominates games. So, you know, if England can kind of figure out how to limit his touches and his his effect on the game, I think England can be uh, successful.
1: Now, you were a goal scorer at St. Francis. You left the all-time leading scorer. Would you want somebody like Sterling out there with you to stretch offenses? Is that something that you look for as a striker?
4: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I think. the the type of player Harry Kane is. I think he thrives off off of that. You know, he's not your, you know, Ronaldo or Messi where he's beating three, four players off off the dribble to score a goal. You know, he's very good at finding those gaps and spaces, uh, you know, within the back four, you know, when players are getting behind. He's always kind of that trailing player and, you know, he just has a knack for scoring goals. And I think he thrives off a player like Sterling.
1: We're talking with Loyola University head soccer coach Barry Bimby. Barry, you saw um, French... Uh, France uh, beating Belgium yesterday, uh, punching its ticket to the final. What sticks out to you about France?
4: Well, I, I thought it was interesting, especially yesterday, just their change in tactics uh, as compared to some of the other games that they played. There's tactics you know, in can... soccer?
1: Well, <laughs> well, people don't know that. Are there real, uh, 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 explain the change in tactics. <laughs> so, uh, you
4: know, yesterday... France really made a concerted effort to get numbers behind the ball and use uh Mbappé Mbappé's speed out wide uh and look for more of a counterattacking style where in the previous games they've really dominated the ball and had you know the territorial advantage on teams where you know I think they learned a little lesson watching the Belgium Brazil game where Belgium was kind of on their back foot and was just devastating on the counterattack so I think they kind of just took that space away from Belgium made Belgium you know possess the ball a little bit more uh, and, it, and it worked out for them. You know, they, they counter-attacked. They got a good opportunity that was blocked out for the corner kick that, you know, they wound up scoring on. So, you know, the change in tactics and, you know, just kind of swallowing your pride and saying, all right, this is what we're going to do for the day. What's successful for them yesterday?
1: What do you th- – okay, whether it's Croatia or England, I'm not asking you for a prediction yet uh, on this semifinal. Do you think either of them can beat France on Sunday?
4: Who I think it's going to be tough. You know,
1: they – I do too.
4: France definitely – France has young players, but they've played uh, multiple years at very high levels, and, you know, they are young, but they're definitely one of the most talented uh, teams in the tournament. Um, you know, so one of the key players that kind of goes under the radar for France is Angola Conte. I mean, he, they, the man is a machine. You know, going into, I don't mid-fielder. know Midfielder,
1: he's a midfielder for, uh, he normally plays at Chelsea, that's his football club, but uh, plays midfield for France.
4: Yeah, and, you know, he, he was the, back, what, three years ago when Leicester City shocked the world? And Player won the Premier of the Year. Yeah, you know, he he was the man. And he just makes it so hard for other teams to play that, you know, I, I, if you can somehow get around him through the midfield, um, because that's where France is different. Teams don't break out through the midfield. You know, they, you have to beat them out wide uh, and teams serve the ball in. And then they have two quality center backs and a, and a great goalkeeper that, you-, you know, do you
1: know who my? Process. you know who my favorite uh, member of France is? That would be uh, the captain, goal, goalkeeper Hugo Lloris, because
4: glory, glory. he's a,
1: he's well, the captain of Tottenham Hotspur. He's their captain.
4: Just, just be lucky he has a good team in front of him.
1: Uh, I think he's made some outstanding <laughs> saves, Barry. Personally, yeah, I mean, I mean, his he and Pickford have been the best two goaltenders in the World Cup. I think.
4: Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah,
1: yeah. and I might say if England could somehow pull us off today, the captain of England and the captain of France are both. How about
4: that, Barry? How about that? That'd be all. That'd be all right.
1: That'd be all right.
4: Okay. Can they get? Can they get a top two finish in the league? Three, one.
1: Yeah, what whatever. Whatever. Don't be. Yeah, okay. Hey, don't be a smart Alec. We're talking World Cup here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Frank. You had a question for uh, your, Barry are, Bimby, head uh, yeah. coach of Loyola University. My eyes are talking. glazing over a little bit.
3: Has Putin oh, been? Uh, at sorry,
1: the- sorry, hockey star. Sorry. <laughs>
3: uh, has Putin been at these games yet? Has he been uh, I think
1: he was at the opening ceremonies. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. We're talking soccer, man. We're talking actual Well, it's in soccer. his country.
3: There cares. is political Nobody drama cares. and a backdrop throughout the fabric we of these have, games. We didn't have
1: Barry on here to talk about politics. We had him on here to talk why about soccer. Why don't you have me part of
3: the show, Dave? Then just evict me. You should be. Quite
1: frankly, you should be evicted. <phone rings> Barry, tell me why. Tell me Love who that. wins this semi and why.
4: Mm, that's, a, that's a good one. I, I do think it's a very close game. Um, You know, on paper, you look at it. uh, But I I do think England is going to win it. Um, I do think uh, they have a group of players. I think Gareth Southgate's done a great job with this group as far as getting them to buy buy into, hey, this is how we're going to play. And, and, you know, the squad selection for him, you know, building this team. He's got the superstars in there. He's got the blue-collar guys in there that are going to do the dirty work. Uh, So I would have to go with England.
1: Okay, Barry. I'm going to approach this game from a gambler's perspective. Okay? You ready for me? You ready for my pick? I'm ready. I'm ready. My pick is Croatia. And you want to know why I'm picking Croatia? It has nothing to do with tactics. It has nothing to do with coaches. It has nothing to do with players. It has nothing to do with weather, how many minutes they played, anything. I'm picking Croatia. Frank, let me finish. (laughs) I'm picking Croatia because nobody has picked Croatia. Nobody. Not one pundit I've seen, and now you are the latest pundit, and I greatly respect your opinion. But as you know, in the gambling world, most everybody is wrong when it comes to prognosticating. I'm going the other way. My heart is with England. I want them to win, but I have this bad feeling. Mo, I, I love the English pundits; that most of them, Barry, say. I think it's gonna be really close. I'm thinking, they, so they try and they try and have it both ways. I think England will win in penalty kicks. I, I've heard that at least five <laughs> times now. So I'm just saying, everybody going, I'm going going the opposite way. You know where I'm coming from, there, right?
4: hmm Yeah, there, there's a reason uh, Las Vegas has all those big, nice hotels and casinos.
1: Everybody's yep. wrong, right?
4: Everyone's wrong all the time. That's for sure. Now I, I could see it. You know, you look at Croatia. You know, they have a good feeling about that that group. You know, they're playing with a ton of confidence. Um, you know, they've played, you know, a lot of minutes here, obviously in the in the rounds. You know, getting to the penalty kicks, but you know, they they definitely have the quality in the side to. to I don't know. On paper, I guess it's an upset, but they can definitely do it.
1: So you're head coach of Loyola's women's soccer team in uh, just outside of Chicago. Does your recruiting take you to Pennsylvania?
4: Uh, It's probably uh, our recruiting line is probably Pittsburgh, just because because of my roots there. Yeah, Um, you know, we have found Pittsburgh uh, boy,
1: North Allegheny, North Allegheny grad. uh,
4: You know, we have found out it's kind of hard. It's hard to get players uh, basically east of Pittsburgh because there's so many college options. Sure. On the east on the east coast, it is hard to get those kids out of there. Um, but, you know, we, we attend a lot of national events and we have contact with these kids. But, you know, usually at the end of the day, they do pick a school that's closer to home uh, and a better option for them.
1: You guys have been ta- knocking on the door, though, the NCAA tournament the last couple of years, correct? How's it looking this fall?
4: Yeah, we, we've made the, the final or semifinal in the conference tournament the last three years. Um, you know, this past fall, we kind of had a breakout season going 13-7 and 7 and, you know, beating some – Teams, DePaul, Iowa, Kentucky, you know, some bigger schools on our schedule last year. Uh, And we return a lot of players uh, for this coming fall, so we're pretty excited about it. We're hosting the Missouri Valley uh, Conference Tournament at Loyola this year, Uh, so a little added pressure there to win it this year. Uh, But we're excited about this fall.
1: For the record, if you make it to the final, I'm flying out there. I'm coming out. All right. You, if you make the final, I'm flying out there on a moment's notice, and I'm going to be Is on the sideline, right? and I'm going to haze the other team just like I did when we were at St. Francis.
4: <laughs> Is that right? That sounds, it's going on my calendar.
1: All right, brother. Hey, Barry Bimby, head coach, Loyola University Soccer. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your take. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, Barry. All right. Anytime. Thanks, Dave. Be right back with our cleanup segment. Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com.
0: This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News radio WHP 580.:
1: Hey, welcome back to Latour Live. Appreciate having you along with us today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thanks for joining. You know guys, Dave, our sound effect Trump keeps helping us relive and reuse our sound effect. Did you hear about uh, the president's speech on Independence Day?
2: Yeah
3: is that, I hear is it about the Mars? White House?
1: Was it about Mars He goes he goes part of his speech goes. You may have heard, we will soon have the Space Force. This is to military and their families. We will soon have the Space Force. People are very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Bigly. Very excited about it. Bigly excited. Bigly. I mean, and for me, is there anything, I mean, we can keep, we can use it. Space Force. We made that while you were away. That's saw the email. Yeah, we made it. I mean, it's, look, I could just.
2: Space Force.
1: What I love about radios, I can just keep playing stuff. Like, I love um, it. I love it. I love it. the Space Force.
3: I'm really. Cu- He's wish- got to keep talking about Space Force. He's w- got to. I'm looking forward. I like to have a time machine. How will history reflect him? How will he That's ha- a great impact? I- and I and I honestly don't know. You know, George W. Bush had a good answer for that
1: right after 9/11. Uh, He was being interviewed in the White House by Tom Brokaw, I believe it was. And he said, how do you think you'll be remembered? He goes, it's hard to say. He goes, people really won't know for another 50 years or so what my presidency was. Right. And I think to a certain extent he's right. Because when every president leaves office, or when a lot of presidents leave office, people are ready for a change. You know, I mean, that's why Donald Trump was elected. It was, I think, a rebuke of of uh, 8 years of Barack Obama and inaction in Washington and Hillary Clinton was a bad candidate.
3: You know. Did you hear she's thinking of running again? Yeah.
1: I mean George W Bush was incredibly unpopular when he left, but now when you poll him, he's as popular as ever. Yeah. So it just depends and then you go back and look at the politics and and everything else and and what it what happened from their various doctrines. It's just hard to say how they will will remember him. He went to NATO today and dressed down the German the uh, The Germans for uh, getting rid of nuclear power uh, and buying most of their fuel from Russia. And he just made a point that now you're, you're, you're basically dependent on Russia for 70% of your fuel needs. Well, guess who was telling Russia that back in 2003? George mm-hmm. W. Bush. Yeah. He's like, you're crazy for doing this. You're going to be beholden to Russia. And Trump called him on it today. And, you know, people can say he's a blowhard and he's a bull in a China shop, but he's saying a lot of things people have wanted to say, but we've always demurred on for years. I don't know that it's always right, but some of it's kind of refreshing in a way, you know, for every space force, there's something like that that makes me say, you know what? I'm glad somebody said that to Germany. I'm glad somebody said it publicly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I heard Hillary might run again.
3: How stupid is that?
1: Well, I think it's moronic for the Democratic Party, but look, political history uh, there, there, shows you never, win, anymore. you never win the rematch. You never win the rematch. If you've lost the first time, you typically do not win the second time in a rematch. Nixon? Nixon lost to Kennedy. Then Nixon didn't back. win a rematch against Kennedy.
2: Oh, but he came
1: back. You don't
3: think Trump, you think Trump will run again?
1: Absolutely. When he tweets today... He put out a tweet, I'm in uh I'm in Europe, but my thought is always on our farmers. That resonates with people. Well wow. I mean you can say he's an idiot and he's a moron, but he communicates to people, he communicates them directly, and I think they appreciate it. So yes, I think he's running. Um I think Hillary's gonna throw out some She's an idiot. She's gonna throw some, you know. Who do you want, Frank? She she's gonna you cast. You she's Frank? gonna cast some.
3: Re- she's oh, gonna I'm cast some in the water.
1: Do you see? Anybody? I don't have a horse. Do you see anybody? I didn't
3: have a horse in the last race mm-hmm. when I voted.
2: But you don't see anybody on the horizon that you would like. My vote was to an anti vote, not a for vote. Yeah, I know. But do you see anybody out there that you would love to see run for president?
3: Boy, I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, Nikki Haley.
1: Hmm. UN ambassador to the UN, former yeah. governor of I South Carolina, Nikki Haley.
3: I like her. Mm-hmm. She's
1: very organized. I yeah. I like her too. I would vote for. her okay I, I I like her um, uh, she voted to uh bring down the uh, confederate flag in South Carolina all right she didn't vote she she did as governor uh so I think you know I think she's got I think she's got some talent I think she's certainly has intellect, but you never know until you're like look it's like any other presidential election you see who runs, you see who's a serious candidate, and then you make up your mind. It's rarely the person you want to run.
3: But you got a good idea who she
2: is. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have her first fundraiser on my pontoon boat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How much time do we have left, Parksy? How much time do we have left? Uh,
3: Six. What are you watching on TV? What are you watching? Me? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm doing that stupid Yellowstone show. (laughs) It's not stupid. It's two episodes in. Give it a
1: break. Uh, no, I still like it. it. I yeah. still like it. I enjoy Yellowstone. I, th- I think that daughter's hot.
3: Oh, the my daughter, God. Yeah. yeah.
1: She's actually English or Irish I don't care in real life. she
3: is. Would She's you to on or the or or pontoon boat? See, yeah, she
1: would come on my pontoon. Is she allowed to be on the pontoon boat? Gotcha. I also like, uh, I'm also watching, um, I'm catching up on Bosch. Season four Bosch. of Bosch on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, is it on four now? Season four, Amazon Prime. It's a really good season. I like it a lot. Bo- some,
3: Bosch is the best.
1: There's some real shocks in there on Bosch. I love Bosch. You should watch season four. I turned Very you on to Bosch. You did. I give you credit. Parksy, what about you? What are you watching on? TV? He's angry. Uh, nothing. You're not watching anything. You're watching the World Cup.
2: Yeah, I, but I'm watching it on repeats. Uh, I have to watch it on nights because it's you know I can't watch it live.
1: Are you yeah, watching England, England's about to start right now? Yeah, England and. Uh, and uh, Croatia are literally about to kick off. But you know what I did? Up. I
2: did a Dave and probably a Frank like when I was away. I unplugged totally. Good for you. No phone. No. And with yeah, a lot of those places we didn't much have did coverage.
3: That's yeah, yeah. good. Are I pretty doing, much did too. Are you doing the Amy Adams, the sharp objects? No. Why not? I don't know. It looks good. All right, I'll try.
1: <laughs> Fine. You watch a lot though. You're a heavy user. You know, I saw something on Twitter. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, you're, I, you're very I saw heavy. something on Twitter. And I want to run this by you guys. Your favorite 70s board game. Oh, 70s board
3: oh, game. Oh, I'll say Risk. That's a good one. That's risk. Good one. I always played Risk.
1: I like the game of life. The game of life. Too simple. Do you know what mine was? What? Electric football. Uh,
3: the ones where them, they shake around? Where they vibrate? Uh,
1: no. Electric That's stupid. That's for football. morons. It's awesome. Electric football. You throw the pass with the little... With a little piece of like the lint ball, yeah, and it, and it, with it. it Yes. Oh, I loved it. I had you'd something. Have a, you'd have what a guy. Was that? I don't know what, what What the hell was that sound effect? We just got scared something. the crap out of me over here. I thought something. I, didn't oh, I think it. I think it was. Uh, uh, I think it was the Amazon thing. What's uh, that? What's she called? Oh, yeah, Alexa. Alexa. So Alexa just talked to us. Yes. Hi, Alexa. Hi there. Oh, it's so like irritating. You? Are you, Alexa, are you listening to us, Alexa? I start
0: listening when I hear the wake word.
1: The Nobody morning said morning, wake. Nobody said.
2: You said, what are you talking about? Alexa, uh, go to sleep.
3: She's she shut just, down. Just like that. Scared the crap wouldn't,
2: out of me. Wouldn't man. that be great to have like as a wife? No. Honey, go to sleep.
3: It's happening <laughs> soon. Dude, artificial. Dave said, Dave said that I didn't. Artificial intelligence is so close anyway, to us right oh, now.
1: Electric man. football. Electric, and you get your favorite team, and the guy be running for a touchdown. All of a sudden, you start going in circles. I love that, man. Me and my buddies used to play it all the time. You know what else is good? You know what else is good? Talking Monday Night Football. The little records. You put the little records in the little record player, you'd pick the offensive play. And the guy on the other side would pick the defense, you'd push it down, and then you'd have a football game. I love talking Monday Night Football.
2: I used to play a a board game from Sports Illustrators for baseball, which involved cards and dice. Oh, yeah. What's that called? Dice, you know?
1: That's like, uh, 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 it begins with an
3: R, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. Something baseball, uh, uh, blah, blah. blah. We
2: used to play that nonstop. What about the uh,
3: Coleco games, the little handhelds? Handheld football, handheld soccer, I enjoyed them, too. Did like you play 80s. all those? Did no, you played them all. Played them all. Mattel. Mattel made them, too. Absolutely. But the Colecos was the best. And there was a football one. Where you're oh. up, down, up, down. Well, you could pass. Stores. The Coleco one you, oh, could, pass you could pass on, pass. which is really good. And it was green.
1: The whole game was green. The that Mattel was... game was white. And I actually have it because they sell these things again in stores for really cheap. And I have the little Mattel one next to my bed. Some nights I'm sitting there playing
3: that game. And my wife's like, you're a moron. Do you do gaming at all?
1: No, I don't play video games. My son does. I mean, he's big into games. Mid-in he's now. big into e games.
3: Did you see the announcement last week? We no, what happened? So? Harrisburg University. Harrisburg University. What are they doing? We're doing a major tournament down there. Esport, yeah. the largest esports tournament on the East Coast.
1: 30, when? When
3: is it? 30, how do you miss this? You're all over Twitter. I'm when sure you it? saw it. It's September twenty second. IHeartMedia is sponsoring. Mm-hmm. Are you guys? Yeah. You, you knew all this? No, I didn't. You did. You're playing. I now. honestly didn't. I and did not know. I was away. Thirty two. Thirty two collegiate teams. Wow, UCLA, Michigan State University, UCLA is coming here. Everybody, everybody, that is going to get huge coverage. Thirty-two. Well, yeah, it's going to be massive. iHeartMedia, Media, we're putting on a, a a free concert on Saturday night to celebrate it all. Lit, Alien Ant Atlas what? Genius, who else? Lit, the Alien, Alien Ant Farm. Yeah, okay, all right. Hey everybody, we had a great show tonight. I noticed, I noticed. Oh, you notice what? I noticed. Just know that I noticed. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Noticed. Thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of Latour Live here on WHP 580. I noticed. We'll talk to you guys next week. We're going to have a lot of fun next week, too. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Right, Frank? Right, Frank? <laughs> right? Come on, Frank. Join in. Be glory. Tottenham Hotspur. I noticed.